Towards the end of the year, which had seen horror aplenty, although people champed at the bit to close out 2020, the Rony Pony was hung behind masks and under our stairs. Just like when Epstein was hung, only half of us cared. Activists were nestled in the streets with such, impa such impassioned girls and boys while being plagued by visions of Brianna, Ahmad, and George Floyd. Our aging moms worked with the public, and so did our dads, while small business owners were forced into long winter naps. Half the country said to get inside so the curve could get flatter. Half the country stayed in the streets to prove Black Lives Matter. Away from the windows and loud noises, some sat all alone, because we couldn't do enough for our soldiers once we'd gotten them home. The sun arose on the breast of a new free world leader. Again we divided. If the last one wasn't innocent, this guy isn't either. In front of our eyes, met with skepticism, it appeared. We'd been granted a vaccine in just under a year. With a new little twist, sports had resumed to our glee. It had helped us forget what we never wanted to see. $600 checks to stimulate should get us through this. Or maybe all politicians should go suck a dick. Fuck Biden, fuck Chauvin, fuck dirty cops, and fuck Donald Trump. Fuck face masks, fuck fake news, fuck 2020, because it was nothing but junk. But like you've heard a thief in the night, you should make everyone who's near know that a podcast emerged that every person should hear. He'll say the number nine with Tommy is the best thing you've ever gotten him. Now welcome to the show, show Tom fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? Pat, you okay, sir? I am not. I had uh, some excessive <laughs> vomiting last night. My throat's fucked. It hurts to talk. It hurts to breathe. What's funny is you read that last week for me, and you stumbled through it today. So it's not like you've never seen it before. No. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it since last week, though. Nice. Junk doesn't rhyme with news. Um, no, junk rhymes with Trump. Does it? Does it not? Trump junk. No, not really. You think that the consonants in a word have to go together for it to rhyme? No. Not the vowels? What, because they both have a U that makes them? But it's not the U, it's the sound that the U makes. It's the vowel sound, bro. Okay. I mean, you're a professional rapper, so I don't know. I don't know about professional rapper, but I write some pretty dope intros in my free time. Nice. Uh, back to that $600, Pat? Yeah. I really hope that that gets up to $2,000. It really helped me out right about now, after my last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Erica a meme yesterday that said, if you can't handle me uh, when I'm broke, you don't deserve me when I have $600. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I've seen more good $600 memes than a lot of different topics. It was I mean, fucking hilarious. All right, man. Well, I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh, well, you already said that. You said you're sick. Yeah, I'm pretty sick. You're always sick, Pat, on Sundays. I don't know what your deal is with the weekends. Maybe you work so hard during the week that your body's just... Oh, well, that's not true. You don't work during the week, so... Yeah, I can't imagine that's what it is. I basically just stand there talking and, to people. Yeah, I hear you. <clears throat> All right. You the wanna... truth is, are you a bad puker? Pat, am I a bad puker? Yeah, like, I'm really bad at it. I don't know how you're bad or... Like, well, one, I can't control anything. Like, I'm, I'm puking, like, I probably look like the exorcist. My head's, like, shaking around like a fucking maniac. Um, on top of that, my throat gets destroyed. 
Like, just from, like, I guess the bile or the acid? I don't know. It's probably the stomach acid. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I hate, hate puking. But I don't puke often. Like, when me I get neither, sick. Yeah. A couple times a year, maybe. Usually when I vomit, it's because um, I drank too much. Okay, sure. So, and you know how much I drink, so it almost never happened. Erica wants to know, can you be a good puker? Is that a thing? Yeah, especially like... Uh, that's a thing? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. someone that's a good puker? I do. Um, yeah, they're called... Uh, what's bulimic? Yeah, I know somebody who's bulimic who can puke silently. Like, you'd never know that they were puking next to you. That's gross. Um, I... Like, we had the television blaring last night as I'm puking, and I puked. I felt quieter than I think I really remember puking, because we, we call what I do calling dinosaurs, because they're um, and I've, yesterday, I felt like I kept the level down, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe Liz isn't going <laughs> to... Maybe who, Pat? Maybe Emily's not going to come in here and be like, hey, is everything okay? Because I hear you killing somebody in here. Uh, yeah, she heard clear as day. She was outside the bathroom door instantly. And was like, hey, is everything okay? So here's the thing, though. I went in the bathroom to drop deuce, right? So I'm... I'm wrapping a package of fudge and sending it to the fucking South Pole. And I'm on the toilet. And it occurs to me, like, I don't feel good. Like, despite, like, the given situation where I am, in fact, in the bathroom and I can smell my own shit, outside of that, like, I don't feel well. So I'm just kind of sitting there, like, maybe I'll let it, you know, I'll, I'll ride this out. I'll just sit on the toilet. And then I'm like, I'm going to stop playing my game. And as soon as I made the decision to stop playing my game, I went, this is going to get bad fast. So I like, I, I'm scrambling now. Like I get up, I wipe, I got, you know, the little wet wipe. So I wet wipe. And then all I'm thinking is I'm going to turn at some point and I'm going to throw up. And when I do, I'm going to shit at the same time. And I'm super <laughs> nervous about this. So all I want to do is flush, right? Cause I know where my head is headed. I know, I know how this game ends. So I flush the fucking toilet and it's going down. It's basically, the flush is done. And as soon as I like, I have a moment. I'm just like, Bah! That's the worst, um, man. I fuck. But I'm also I'm trying with everything I have in me to clinch my butt cheeks because I don't know if I'm gonna shit or not. I know that I was taking a shit when I started throwing up, and this seems like a bad combination. That would be such a better story if you shit everywhere. Well, so what I did as soon as I was done with you know like that initial puke, you like puke a bunch of times. It just keeps coming. But then you have a second to breathe before you start puking again. You turn around and start shitting. Yeah, so I, I grabbed the thing <laughs> out of the garbage can, the bag, and I just held the garbage can. And as soon as I went to, like, shit more, I started puking. And I was like, thank God I pulled this off. Oh, man. It was bad. Where did you eat? Honestly, dude, we had, like, there no, was... what place did you eat from? At uh, her brother's new house. Oh, so somebody there made dinner. Yeah, but listen, this dinner... I don't even know how you could have, like, I don't think it was that. And I, that is, well, so this legitimately is the story. only thing I ate all day. And it was like fucking pasta. The only other, the only time I've ever gotten sick from food yeah. was from pasta. Uh, lunch had catered lunch. It was during Christmas. Lunch had catered lunch. Or work had catered lunch. It was during Christmas. And uh, they had an Italian place come, and I love Italian food. And, uh, I ate a shit ton of it. Yeah. Felt fine all day. Right as I was getting ready to leave, like, my mouth started salivating. Like that. Oh, yeah. You know what's coming. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I do not fucking feel good. Coincidentally, I was driving a service truck home that night. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was before they repaved 84. Yeah. 
I'm driving through 84 in that fucking brick of a truck, and it's just bouncing, bouncing. Ooh. And I could feel whatever the fuck was in my stomach sloshing around. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to fucking yak everywhere. I made it all the way to the exit, my exit. Kicked the door open. Puked everywhere. Yeah. On the side of the road. Close the door. Uh, off exit 43. You know where those condos are? Yeah. Right off the exit? Yeah. Made it off the exit into that parking lot. Kicked the door open. Start puking again. Ugh. Made it home. Um, and I text my boss, like, not going to make it in tomorrow. I'm hit. Yeah. And then uh, I sit up half night puking and had a fever and shit. So I have to assume it was food poisoning. Yeah. From fine. something. Like, something in that food. And I love pasta. Luckily, it didn't ruin pasta Did anybody else get sick? Not that I'm aware of. So that's my real question here. Like, am I the only one who, you know, had a case of the pukies last night? or is Maybe this you like had that one thing? meatball that wasn't cooked all the way. Uh, no meatballs, man. Maybe I'm, you had that one sausage. I I know that you have brought sausages here before and made us eat them uncooked. No, it was one time. One yeah. time. Yeah, I wouldn't say they were uncooked. They were undercooked, they, sure. They were not cooked, Pat. They were raw. Uh, Mason says, I'm sure that Pat's seen some videos of good pukers. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so fucking funny. Mason, I'm going to send you something on Facebook when the show's over. Um. So, yeah. So, there you go. Hopefully, nobody else is puking right now. Uh, Pat, you want to get in the mail time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. So, Pat, what did you get for mail this week? Uh, not a goddamn thing. Yeah, nobody liked... I guess we can't send out... Pat, I think it's this, is that there's a lot of people off this week because of the holidays. I'm sure that the holidays have affected um, us. I know that we sent out the newsletter a day late, um, but I didn't get any feedback off that. Uh, I thought that was a pretty good question I came up with, since we're heading into New Year's. Yeah. I yeah. think Wednesday's show, other than football, is going to be all geared to, towards New Year's, huh? It absolutely is going to be geared towards New Year's. So... Uh, yeah, we didn't get any responses on that. The question was, what was your best or worst New Year's resolution? And how bad did you fail at it? Or how, how did you succeed at it? Uh, Mason and uh, Carissa, I don't remember if it was a New Year's resolution. The two of them, like collectively as a couple, um, just like one day they were, I'll call them normal-sized human beings, maybe on the like big side, but not to American standard. And then the next time I saw them, which felt like it was like a week or two later, apparently some time had passed, they were both like bean poles. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And they had been doing keto. Yeah. Eric and I have been talking about uh, doing something after. Yeah, doing it again, 1-1. One, one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a 1-1. One, one. Oh, Mason's back at it. Okay. Yeah, definitely got to make a change. Uh, we'll get into why I need to make a change in one of our next segments. But, uh, yeah. Definitely gotta lose some weight oh, here coming up. Gloom and doom of you. Yeah, Pat. I don't have good news for the podcast today. Oh, interesting. I went to the doctor on Thursday. Did you like, go to the doctor on Thursday? Yeah. Why'd you go to the doctor? Because I have a problem. We'll talk about it on the show. I didn't tell you about it yet. Are you bleeding from your beehole? No. Basically, my goal is to make you cry on the podcast. Well, you may want to bring up somebody. Is it a problem with Erica? No, it's a problem with me. Oh, then what the fuck am I going to cry about? Because I'm like one of your brothers, remember? You said that in one of the earlier shows. 
micro peen. <laughs> Pat, I've, or Mason, I've been born with a micro peen. It, it doesn't go away. He didn't need a doctor to point <laughs> that out to him. <laughs> My wife does it all the time. Uh, so, Pat, you say there's going to be a, uh email of the week will be getting a surprise in the mail? What does that mean? Yeah. The people who respond to us via email, we get some really good responses. And we never have the opportunity to reward people for their responses. So I'm thinking the email of the week, which unfortunately your two judges are the fatties behind the mics, will get uh, a, a prize of some sort. Now, if there's a consistent winner for email of the week, we will continue to change what the prize is. Yes. It, it will invariably be number nine with Tommy merchandise. Absolutely. I mean, we're going full board with this merch. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, we're talking about it, Pat, since we're in the mail time segment, we might as well mention, you can check out all our latest merch. That's a good point. On our website, number9podcast.com. There's a little link there. It's like up in the top, like uh, one of the pages. Brings you right to our merch page. And uh, I'll be working on a lot more stuff to be coming out. Uh, I'm going to design some new t-shirts coming up here. Um, hoodies. I got... Oh, shit. I should have brought it down. I got my mug in. Um, yeah. Mouse pads in. They look pretty good. You know what I just thought of? And I don't know how I just thought of it. I'm going to I'm gonna shoot this over to uh, our graphic designer. Because... There was a question of, like, what exactly do you want? And our answer was, like, fucking, we wanted to have the number nine on it. Like, that was the whole explanation. <laughs> you know, not, not, a, not a great answer. Um, I want our logo on a, a pool ball. I don't want the number nine pool ball. That's corny. Like, that, that can be done. You know what I mean? I want this to be, like, a new pool ball. Like, a new nine for the pool table. Well, yeah. What do you mean, well, yeah? Yeah, you make a new nine ball. I guess yeah, you're saying. Yeah. But it's not a stripe. Maybe it's solid. Yeah, yeah, it's just different. It's definitely different. I would actually really like like a yin-yang. I'm letting you guys know right now, my wife is bringing down my mug. Guaranteed. Oh, that's very sweet of her. Look at that. She's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Erica Washington. She never oh. made it on camera. But uh, this is the mouse pad. If you guys can see on there, it looks Don't pretty shit. good. Dope shit. Uh, and this is the mug that I will be drinking out of from now on. Number nine with Tommy mug. Uh, I like them. I think they came out pretty good. Uh, I haven't tried out the mouse pad yet. Yep, works awesome. Uh, so pretty good. Mm, top quality mouse uh, pad. You can also donate to the show on the website if you go to number9podcast.com. On the bottom of any page, there's a tip button. If you're in the chat, I've been dropping it in the chat today. You can go to streamelements.com forward slash number nine with Tommy podcast forward slash tip. Uh, you can hit that button or you can check out the merch. There's also a link in there. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all number nine with Tommy podcast, Twitter. Like I love tweeting, Pat. It's my new favorite thing at number nine pod. Uh, Pat, how many uh, subscribers we got on Instagram? Oh, hold on. We're at 92. 92. Gotcha. Uh, to be fair, I have not posted on Instagram like in a week. Yeah, Pat, I be, we'll talk about that. I have, a, I have a bank. Listen, it's not like I haven't saved pictures. Do you remember I told you the story I was trying to save pictures into a photo album just for Instagram? Yeah, because you And I tried three it. times, and on the third time it worked? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't fucking work. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Uh, so, yeah, so that's it for real time. We're going to send out a new... Pat, do you want to change, change the question for this week, or do you want to keep it the same? 
for the newsletter. Uh, while it has stirred quite a bit of commotion, maybe we'll go with something different. Okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> All right, and that's it for mail time. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right, Pat, before we get into the uh, the holiday spirit or whatever, we have a blast from the last cast. Let's do it. Uh, Pat, you said that Scott Peterson was dead. I should tell you where this news came from because we talked about this. We're watching this fucking documentary, this six-part documentary on the Netflix, Emily and I, and she says, I'm, I'm like, if this motherfucker dies, or if this motherfucker is proven guilty after all the things that we've seen, I'm going to lose my shit. I realize how old this case is. I did not know about this case. And I'm you fucking, didn't know anything about this case? I knew about it, yeah. I, I had never paid attention. But you didn't know the, yeah. the... Yeah. This is, I mean, the media fucked this up. The police fucked this up. Every fucking body fucked this guy's life up. He did not get a fair trial. And I'm like, if this guy's... And she goes, did you not see it at the beginning? He got executed in 2017. And I was like, motherfucker, he's dead. I did not look into it. I was pretty upset. Yeah, so uh, he actually was supposed to get the death sentence on by lethal injection in 2017. That got he got it appealed, um, but Erica sent in uh, Lazy Peterson's family is really worried that Scott Peterson will go free after retrial. You know why? Because he's innocent. Because he fucking should. I don't care if he's innocent or guilty at this point. Because. Thanks to Pat for stopping to tell me I had a headlight out, so I just drove past him, then stopped a minute later. Sorry, bud. I, when we left here the other night, oh. I, I pulled over so that I could tell him he had a headlight out. Um, nice. This trial was so mishandled. I, I implore everybody to take the time to watch this fucking six-part Netflix special. You get the entire story in five and then the last episode will just, like, you already want to punch a baby. Like, right in its little fucking baby face. The last episode, which is all post-trial, is incredibly painful to watch. How fucked everything got the whole way. Um, I mean, these, these lawyers, Scott Peterson's lawyers, were the best lawyers you can find. They talk about all the other people that these people have rec- represented. And they do an incredible job defending this guy. And nothing fucking matters. This guy was guilty long before they opened even a door to the courtroom. Well, it's very similar to uh, the guy in Connecticut here, whose wife is still missing. Uh, uh, Fudos. Yeah. Yeah. He. The, the I, I defended that guy to the fucking core because everybody was saying he was guilty. And we didn't even have a fucking body. Yeah. And they're, oh, he killed her. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, you really don't know. Um, yeah, Dulos. Uh, what did I say, Fudos? Yeah, Fudos. I was close. <laughs> Fritos. Uh, yeah, same thing. I mean, he was, uh, well, his first name is Fotis. Yeah, there you go. Fotis Dulos. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, innocent. Or he, the, the motherfucker ended up pretty much killing himself. Oh, they found himself. him. Yeah. Well, they found him as a vegetable. Uh, that doesn't yeah, mean that, that doesn't mean anything. That means that he knew he was going to go to jail for. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to go to jail for a crime he didn't commit. Potentially. And he was it was going to appear that he had murdered this woman that he may or may not have murdered. And that would be his legacy. That's not fucking fair. Yeah. I would eat a bullet, too. He decided to eat a bunch of CO2 and go brain dead, so... 
Uh, anyway, Pat, let's do a little, a little holiday recap. Let's do it. Uh, what do you get? Uh, I got uh, these wonderful um, memory foam cool-to-the-touch pillows and a uh, cool-to-the-touch blanket. Um, those... I can't describe how well they work. My mom got me a memory uh, uh, a memory foam cool to the touch pillow a while back. It still works wonderfully. It's like always cool on your face, you know, like the whole cooler than the other side of the pillow. That's true, except you don't have to flip a pillow. Um, and the blanket like traps your body heat so you're nice and toasty, but the blanket still feels really good to touch. It's nice and silky and cool all the time. Um, I got a nice little neck massager. I got some clothing. Um, I got these great boxer brief style underwear that have like a hammock in the front for your meat and two veg to rest in, which is better than it sounds. It's better than it sounds. It's quite comfortable. No more BSTL ball stuck to leg. I don't have to worry about that because my gents are resting in a a bed of cotton. What brand of the underwear? That's a great question, bro. I don't know. All right. I know they were far more expensive than I ever would have paid for underwear. Well, I'm wondering if they're Tommy John's. The fuck is a Tommy John? Tim knows what Tommy John's are. Okay. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I hear great reviews about them. They sponsor a lot of podcasts. That's why I was asking. Oh, interesting. But I'm curious. I mean, maybe we can, maybe you could do a testimonial for them. Um, Erica said two things. One, he wouldn't fight because of his kids. Uh, Erica, I don't think he ever would have had the opportunity to spend time with his kids again, no matter if he was guilty or innocent. And two, stop sniffing your snots. It's disgusting. This is from the woman who fucking married the snot rocket sneezer. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not. You married a guy. If I'm disgusting, that makes Tom, like, just the thought of Tom makes you gag and vomit. You know what the difference is? I get my snots out. You're just... Into the microphone, these poor bastards have to listen to it. Well, I'm sick. Now right. we're all sick together. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I got some cool shit, Pat. Let's I got, see. I got a uh, a thing that we can put up here in this hole. It's an American flag with uh, like burned in the wood, made yeah, out yeah, of to so, cover our weird blank spot. Yeah, so I'm gonna hang it there. I'm gonna put trim around it, just like that, so it looks like it's a picture frame almost. Uh, I got some 49ers gear that Erica got on sale. I got AirPods, which I'm pretty pumped about. I'm buying Erica a set today because I almost bought them for for Christmas. And I feel like I uh, always buy technology that we don't necessarily need. I did it with iWatches. Now I can't live without the iWatch. Um, so I just decided not to because, you know, they're they're not terribly expensive. They're like 130 bucks, which isn't crazy, but for a set of headphones, yeah, kind of expensive. Um, but Erica does a lot from home now, so I think I'm going to go ahead, because I wasn't sure if they would hook up to the PC either if you didn't have a Mac, but apparently they will. So I'm going to buy Erica's set for, uh, as part of her Christmas gift. Not that I didn't get her anything I did. Um, but then our big gift to our entire family was, uh, we're taking my son to Disney in April. Yeah. So in April, huh? Yeah. In April we're going. It's so exciting it's nice and close. Yeah. He was, uh, he was pretty pumped for it. He had no ideas. He says. Uh, I hope he didn't know. Uh, his reaction says they didn't, so that was pretty good. Um, so all in all, a great Christmas. Eric and I went and spent a couple nights at the casino. Lost all the money that we had to use at Disney, so nice. we had to restack that. Um, other than that, it was pretty good. 
I did a, I got a sick, I meant to wear it on the Wednesday night podcast before Christmas. Maybe, you know what, maybe I'll wear it this Wednesday coming up. I got a Bret Hart Christmas sweater, and it is just the coolest fucking sweater. It's got a bunch of lights on it. I'm sure um, it is. I mean, there's nothing cool about Bret Hart, so I doubt this sweatshirt's cool. I'm sorry, there's nothing cool about the excellence of execution. The best there is, was, or ever will be. Yeah, whatever. The uncle to the boat. Hey, while we're talking about wrestling, we can talk about this real quick. Uh, Pat McAfee taking off NXT television. Why? Uh, so far, I haven't seen a reason as to why all the articles I, I saw said it's not his choice. It was WWE's choice. Um, so I'm not sure. But, like, everybody, from all the articles I read, like, everybody loved him. Said he cut the sickest promos. Uh, maybe it's some of his inexperience. I don't know if maybe, which I I would assume that this would have came out by now, but maybe somebody got injured while wrestling with him. I don't know. Nah, that wouldn't get you taken off. I'll tell you what, I I would bank on it. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. look at uh, your boy there. Yeah, Goldberg, Goldberg. retires everybody. Uh, this is what I would bet happened. And this is unfortunate. It is a, a brutal reality that we all have to deal with when we're talking about WWE. Uh, WWE is run by a guy, right? That's it. At the end of the day, it's just a guy, Vince McMahon. Uh, he has his very specific preferences. There are weird, like you, we could, we could do an entire podcast on the idiosyncrasies of this man. Like you're not allowed to say hospital as a commentator. You have to say medical facility. You're not allowed to say title. You have to say championship, just little things. So, uh, would Pat McAfee have the platform, the forum, to say something that Vince doesn't like on his own podcast? Yes. And would he get buried for it? Absolutely. They wouldn't they wouldn't be like, oh well, you were a celebrity first, so we'll let that go. So who knows? Well, but it, to it be doesn't fair, have to does necessarily Vince McMahon be... run NXT, I thought Triple H did. Sure, it was Triple H's idea. That's that's Triple H's, and I'm sure the day to day is run by Triple H. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that Stephanie runs the day to day in WWE. It's not Vince anymore; he's too old. But when you're talking about these things, they also adhere to his rules. So even if it was something that Vince McMahon isn't okay with, Triple H would still yank him, and Triple H would yank him on principle. Yeah. No, that's not the fucking way we do it. Don't care if you're a big draw. Don't care if everybody likes you. Don't care if you're the best celebrity wrestler we've had. We follow a very specific set of guidelines around here. He got, um, in one of the articles I read, Big Praise by Stone Cold. Sure. And CM Punk. Not that anybody cares about CM Punk, because he's a piece of shit. But I'm yes. pretty sure CM Punk is one of the most popular wrestlers of all time. CM Punk is... Because... So there's this one thing that happened. It's called the pipe bomb, right? No, I got to tell you, Pat, I don't know anything about CM Punk. All I know is his name because everybody says it. That's the only thing I know. I'll tell you that CM stands for Chick Magnet. So nice. he's cool. And... Uh, for real. That's these, first off, dude, these fucking wrestlers come up with the corniest fucking names all the time. I don't know. The Rock is a very good nickname. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his name's Rocky. Uh, yeah. Sick. Stone Cold was an awesome name. Yeah. The Hitman. Yeah, the Hitman. The Hitman's yeah. a great name. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, Mason said the coolest thing of Bret Hart is his brother's body. <laughs> Mason, I'm not sure which brother you mean. I'll just assume it was not the, Owen, the you tasteless one. fuck. Uh, you get it? Because his brother's dead. 
don't know why that's funny. And then he followed up with the temperature jokes. <laughs> yep, yep. Very nice, Mason. And after the text I sent you last night, you sick son of a bitch. Um, Sounds good, one, Mason. Thanks for bringing that to the show. I assume Pat McAfee being kicked off is going to turn into being a very political thing. Not political in the sense that, like, he's not out there sucking WWE cock, but absolutely political. Like, he's not doing exactly what they want him to do exactly when they want him to do it. Sure, maybe. I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Pat, you want to get into celebrities we lost in 2020? It's uh, quite the list. Before we seg- Okay, so here's the thing. Before we segue into the celebrities we lost in 2020, we're going to talk about one we lost yesterday. Uh, second, that list that you see in front of you is the most chopped down version of a list I can make. Well, yeah, Pat, there's like 200 celebrities that die over here. 78 celebrities yeah. in 2020. I, I How the fuck? That's so many. I would say that's average. So go back and look at previous years. That's that's not like a, a high number. Just seems ungodly. Um, it's also what we consider celebrities, too. Like, if they appeared in one TV show, they're a celebrity for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I bet you half of these people, I have no idea who they are. Uh, no, because I already went through and condensed it. I can tell you this. First one, no idea who he is. Anyway, keep you it moving. You will once it's fucking said, though. Sure. Uh, Brody Lee. Uh, I can't tell you his real name. I don't remember. Jonathan was his first name. Uh, played Luke Harper in the WWE. Uh, fucking died of a non-COVID-related lung complication hold yesterday. Hold on, hold on. He played Bro- Luke Harper in the WWE. Yeah, he was Brody Lee in AEW currently. Okay. His name is Jonathan. Um, this is a, a husband, a father, 41 years old, top of the game. So when he switched from WWE to AEW... He was immediately put to the top of the card. He was brought in as a huge surprise, um, and that was just a couple months ago. It was uh, that's a shitty one. I'm not happy. Um, from all accounts, I mean, everybody everybody said you know the typical stuff. Oh, he loved wrestling. He loved his wife. There was not a single fucking message that wasn't about what a great daddy was, which really upsets me because you you gotta like considering the job that they do and they're on the road all the fucking time. Can you imagine also being highly regarded as a good father? Because that's, I mean, historically, you're talking about that is the opposite of what these guys are called. Stone Cold, horrible deadbeat dad. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, deadbeat dads. John Cena refuses to have kids. Like, these guys well, aren't at least, good at family. Well, it's not, I don't think it's, they put their uh, profession in front of, like, John Cena is a smart person for not having kids because he wants to put his profession Ahead of having, because right, he knows no, he would be able agree. to do But both. this guy that we're talking about, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, has made it to the top of an organization. And I mean the top, tip top, he was champion just a couple months ago. Um, and is widely regarded as this amazing father. It reminds me of mankind. I mean, he was champion of AEW. No, half these people have never even heard of AEW. So, Anybody I mean, who watches wrestling knows what AEW is. Yeah. It's the second largest company in the world. It's the only other one that's on television. That's not true. NEW is on television. Well, I don't know if NEW is on television. That's not fair. <laughs> I didn't know you were going there. <laughs> um, New Japan Wrestling is on television. In, in America? Sure. Never seen it. Never even heard of it. I don't know where to find it. <laughs> but, but you, so, and I get what you're saying. Not I'm on local cable. I'm They're definitely joke, on fucking Pat. YouTube. I'm making a joke. Jeez, relax stupid about joke. your fucking wrestling. Stupid joke. Nobody knows what AEW You're is. You're stupid. Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's sad that this guy died. I mean, to your point, though, I mean, let's look at, like, 
I'm sure he's a great, or he was a great father. I'm not trying to debate that. But uh, also, this new era, is, it's probably easier to stay relevant with your kids and be a good dad and be there for them today than it was in the fucking 80s and 90s when there wasn't cell phones. There wasn't, you know, you were looking for pay phones to call your kids every night or whatever. Yeah, but we're not talking about 80s and 90s. Well, we are with Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I'm, it's not like that stigma has gone away. I can list on one hand the number of, like, quote-unquote, good dads are talked about in wrestling. So okay. this guy is part of a very small club. Okay. That's because, I mean, let's be fair, both of them are gay. At I least. see what you did there. Uh, yeah. You, because because they wrestle. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully on 2021, we can add Tom's name to this list. That's nice, Pat. You better hold nothing happens in else it's on recording. You'll be fucking Scott Peterson number two. I will not be fucking Scott Peterson. <laughs> Just ask him to put, put his dick in your mouth. You want to start with this list? One time. It happened one time. Yeah, Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride. Um, the easiest way to describe that would be the first um, well-known black country artist. Charlie Pride had lots of music you've heard, despite the fact that you say you've never heard of him. Name one of his songs. I've never heard of him. I couldn't name... So, my, my, it's funny that you say name one of his songs. My mother and I just had this conversation the other day. And I forgot to look into it. There are people who talk about what I thought was Charlie Price with a C, like Charlie. Uh, and I actually think that I was wrong all that time. And they were talking about Charlie Pride. It came up when he died back in the early December. And we were talking about it. So I couldn't have told you who Charlie Pride was until he died. And then I realized that Charlie Price and Charlie Bride, Pride, I believe, are the exact same guy. And I had been hearing it wrong the whole time. That's possible. So it's not much that I could tell you a bunch of Charlie Pride songs. I could tell you a bunch of people that Charlie Pride touched with his music because they all shout him out later on. You know what I mean? You want me to do the next one? Sure. Uh, David Prowse. He was the actor behind the Darth Vader mask in the original Star Wars trilogy. Died on November 28th. Bowington management. Uh which was his representative, released a statement. Uh, he was 85 when he passed away. It's pretty, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. Well, everybody knows that face when, you know, when Luke takes the, the mask off of Vader and you see the feeble old white man. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. That's who they're talking about. I mean, he looked like he was 85 then. Yeah, shocking that he didn't die much, much sooner. Uh, Alex Trebek, oh boy, uh, obviously the Jeopardy host, uh, told everybody that he had cancer, he kind of brought everybody through that, um, and hosted right up until he, uh, couldn't host anymore, man. Pretty much, and there you have, they record a bunch of episodes that are coming out. I think they're airing, did they air on Christmas, or did they do in New Year's? I don't know. I know that they're gonna air soon. Uh, there was a guy who had never lost... He had the most money made, the most wins, the most this, the most that. It just broke all the fucking records right before he went out. Uh, is now taking over for Alex Trebek, which I think is extremely appropriate. I think that's a beautiful move. Um, and I that's pretty cool, yeah. I assume Alex Trebek would be like, yeah, fuck yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, I'm sure he had input into who they yeah. were going to put in next. Um, it does make me a little... Have you ever seen the movie Game Show? 
maybe. With uh, the butler from Mr. Deeds? I'm very, very sneaky, sir. No. Well, Game Show is a movie about um, how game shows are actually rigged. Um, all of them, kind of. And it makes, makes me wonder, unfortunately, um, did they set... set this guy up to win all these because they knew Alex Trebek was dying? And now this record breaker is taking over for him? Like, was this a big build? I don't know, man. Jeopardy seems, like, too uh, too legit for that. For that. Thom on the bright side, that's a celebrity list, so... Oh, whoa, Thom is the star of the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. Co-star. Namesake. Uh, I gotta tell you, I don't know who this next person is either. Read the first sentence. Uh... Oh, shoot. Ah, Nikki McCabe. She was... It, now, is she really a celebrity? Because after American Idol, have you seen her? So here's the thing. She didn't get deleted because everybody knows what American Idol is. Yeah, but nobody knows who she is. Uh, do you watch American Idol? No. That's it's why no you don't on. know. I watched season one. Did you really? Yes. That when, was out when I was a little kid. When the hell are you gay? Uh, anyway, this girl was on American Idol in uh, season one. She now this is just to prove your point, Pat. I believe that the age limit on American Idol was uh, like twenty one. So she died at age forty two. So that was like twenty years ago. She was on. She suffered an aneurysm. Uh, she was taken off life support four days later. Uh, that's pretty sad. I mean, it sucks. I have no idea who she is. It sucks for her family. I don't remember if I told you the story on the podcast. Um. Simon Simon Powell, American Idol, right? Yeah. So he meets Bruce Pritchard, which is a guy that played Brother Love in WWE. <coughs> He's going to be on we're some. Back, we're back to WWE talk. Yeah, yeah. He's on something with them. Somehow, these two, neither one of them really celebrities at the time. This is the early '90s, so this is a decade before American Idol starts. Oh, because he's a he's a music producer, and Vince wants to put out a fucking I'm not kidding, a WWE album. He wants nice. the wrestlers to make music because some of them are musically inclined, um, and he's confident that this will sell records. All of his team are with him, and they're trying. I guarantee to, it would have sold records because somebody like you would have bought it. Well, so they're trying to convince Simon Cowell, like, listen, talk the old man out of it. Okay, he's past his prime; like, he doesn't get it. And Simon Cowell's like, you guys have no fucking idea how money works. He's like, first off, this record's not going to sell well. This record's going to break records. Watch it happen. And it did. It sold huge because every WWE fan needed it. Um, I mean, the Macho Man went on to make a full fucking fledged rap album. That's a true story. And had a diss track about Hulk Hogan because he didn't fucking like him in real life. So Simon Cowell, in that conversation with Bruce Pritchard, says... You have to understand how this works, right? Like, this radio stuff, these CDs, this is nothing. One day, I swear one day, I'm going to have a product where you can watch people audition live, and then you'll be able to pick who the next celebrity become. Like, you know, it won't be us force-feeding you who we think is qualified or us taking untalented people and making, you know, like, re talented people record over them. You're going to hand-pick your favorite people, and that's going to be an actual thing. And that in itself will be bigger than the celebrity ever will be. It will be the competition that's truly the profitable well, thing. Well, look, he did it here, and he did it in fucking Europe. That's what I'm saying. 
So then the guy, I mean, this Simon Cowell's a fucking genius. This is way before American Idol. And it's way before anything reality-based. Yeah, he's a smart fucking dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, and look, how many, uh, how many celebrities came from American Idol? Lots. They had like 20, yeah, they had like 25 seasons. Yeah, how there many are people... of the celebrities that actually made it to number one are still relevant? Yeah, who do you remember? Kelly Clarkson. Um, she who, was season who's one. the kid there, the good-looking white kid? Scotty McCreary? No. Um, he's another one off American Idol. Ryan Seacrest is still relevant. I think he's on... Yeah, but he was a host. He was the host of American oh. Idol. <laughs> I don't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is these people that, like you said, the the show itself was always bigger like there's only a few celebrities that actually won. Yeah. That fucking made it. Yeah. You know, like uh one of the guys, he he was a rock guy, he won. He had one good album. And then mm. and then he fizzled away. Well, what did Lee Bryce come or not Lee Bryce? What was that fucker's name? He was great. He was a country singer. And he was I he was on uh, when I think of American Idol, I think of it as the blue show. There's a red show. What's the red show? No idea. Is it America's well, Got Talent? Maybe, yeah. Know, yeah, with, uh, what's his face is on there? Uh, Mason the said it's guy. Daughtry. Daughtry's the guy I was talking about. The, the voice. voice, that's what it was from, and I can't think of the guy's name. Blake Shelton? No. Well, Blake Shelton's one of the... No, this uh, is a guy, it showed, he was a construction worker, um, and he ended up putting out an album. Yeah, well... Blake, I saw it at a tractor supply, I picked it up. Nice. Uh, Blake Shelton's one of the judges on yeah. uh, The Voice. Anyway, let's keep moving. Yeah. You want to get Elsa Raven. Uh, died November 3rd at the age of 91, known for her roles in Titanic and Back to the Future. Uh, so that's a pretty famous face anyways, not that you'd recognize the name. No idea. Sean Connery. This one's this one's hard. This one's hard. Uh, Sean Connery. He died in, on Halloween at the age of 90. Uh, you know him from all the great movies like The Rock, uh, James Bond. Is that who he played James Bond? Oh yeah, for a long no, time. I didn't know that. The Hunt for Red October. The Hunt for Red... He was in a fucking great... His, Things don't react well to bullets. Yeah, his... uh, his, The Rock is such a great movie. Yeah, The Rock... Man, that's probably my top 25 of all time. Uh, You want to get the next one, bit? Eddie Van Halen. Um, I'm not sure we need to discuss who he was. 65 years old. Uh, colon cancer. Who, who was that? I believe he was a musician. I think he played the guitar. I'm joking, guys. I don't know who that is. What the hell? Best... Ty... What? Who's at the oh, bottom of your says... in there? Yeah, this is fucked up. My beef. Oh, this is. Uh... You can see the space in between them. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Bosman. He was a guy who played uh, Black Panther. He died at the age of 43 after a year battle with colon cancer. He was uh, the one who died with colon cancer. The other one died of cancer. I don't know if it was colon cancer. So I will say, as we go down this list, you will see a very, very nice trend to see. And that is, we are being taken out by things like uh, natural causes and cancer. And there's not a lot of suicide or accidents. So you are seeing a lot of very, very old people on this list die, which made me happy. Is it something I said? <laughs> You want to get to the next one, Pat? Yeah, 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 I got this. Uh, I'm not saying that I want old people to die. I'm saying when people die, I want them to be old. Okay. Man, that doesn't sound good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
I'm going to ask for this one back. I'm going to think of a different way to say it. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice and Women Rights Pioneer. She was 87 years old, uh, pancreatic cancer. Little Richard. Uh, Tony uh, he died. He had bone cancer. Died at the age of eighty-seven. Mason said, "Patch dragging old folks to the tar pits." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Realize it's fucked up. Their stretchy skin. You know what, I man? I forgot about this one down here. Holy shit! Holy shit! I forgot about that one too. Anyway, keep going. All right, run, uh, John Lewis. Tom's reading ahead. John Lewis, the congressman and civil rights icon, died at 80 years old, stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Regis Philbin, uh, July 24th, died at age 88 of natural causes. To be fair, he looked kind of shot over the last few years. He definitely Yeah, was. for a guy who didn't age for like 30 years in a row and, and then, then got old. Fucking bam. Yeah, not a, not a huge surprise on that one. Speaking of bam, you got the next one? Yeah. Uh, Kobe! Man... Fucking God, uh, this one still sucks. This is probably the saddest one on the list, to be fair. I'm not sure that I disagree with you. Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash with his fucking daughter on board. No survivors. Ah, that's a shitty one. I do have a great meme of the Grim Reaper, and he's, he's shooting a helicopter into a mountain range and yelling Kobe, which is... <laughs> As far as memes go, bro, that is a fucking top-tier fucking meme. How are you laughing right now, dude? Wait, did Mason agree about disagree about the meme, or disagree that that's the sad one? Yeah, I don't... Mason, if you, if you Mason disagree... Mason just made a fucking dead body joke about Bret Hart's brother, but is disagreeing because he's offended by a Kobe fucking meme? I don't... Th- Chadwick, oh, Chadwick is, is the sad one. What? The Black Panther. I mean, I agree that that's sad, but it's sadder than fucking Kobe. Kobe was forty-two years old. Kobe was not told to fly. I'm not sure I understand Mason. Um, Chadwick Bosman. To be fair, one of them had cancer, and the other one died in a fucking plane crash. Mason. Yeah, Bosman was able to say goodbye. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said there. Uh. Kobe was told also, not to fly? Yeah, well, he wasn't. His pilot was told not to fly. Oh. And they flew anyway. I, but neither here nor there. That doesn't mean... I really? Know. I'm going to have to look that up, Mason. I don't know how true that is. Boy, but that, either way... That pilot made a bad bet that day. That's like Tom the Casino last night. But to be fair, it's still fucking tragic. You know what I mean? How many times have we pushed the envelope... Driving in bad conditions. Yeah, if I none, die, none of us should go to work on a fucking snow day. If we're being yeah. realistic, last week I drove to work in fucking a snowstorm. Does mm-hmm. that? If I died, does that mean that I deserve to die? No, it's just less sad because it's yeah. you. I mean, because it was dangerous. Yeah. Bad take, Mason. Bad take. Anyway, let's move on. This is because Mason loves comic books and doesn't like basketball. Yeah, loser. I don't, I don't like basketball either, and I don't like comic books. Uh, the uh, Cliff Robinson, no idea who that is. He's a former uh, NBA player and survivor uh, contestant. Survivor contestant. Oh, he survivor, was on survivor, and he played in the NF- NBA. Would you recognize the name if I called him Clifford Robinson? That's nope. really. I was shocked when I saw this in here as Cliff Robinson. I he gotta went tell by you, Clifford Robinson. I gotta tell you, Pat. I don't know anything about basketball. 
Wow. He clearly wasn't the star that Kobe was. That's true. Uh, Naya Rivera, the Glee actress. So this one, uh, well, we were never big Glee fans. Uh, there are a lot of Glee tards out there who watch the show. Uh, she what is called Glee tards. What? What are they called? That's offensive. That. I. There are people that watch Glee. They're Glee tards. Why is that offensive? The word tart. What? The word tart is offensive. That word is not individually used. That's a. It's a suffix. Glee tart is a thing you made up based off the word retard. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, five days after she went missing, uh, she was found dead. She was, uh, boating with her four-year-old son, Josie Dorsey. Erica says she's never heard of Gleetard. Neither have I. Erica, Uh, let me ask you, did you think it was funny or offensive? You know what I see a lot in YouTube? I believe, for the record, I think people that watch Glee are actually called Gleeks. I'm not being funny. Yeah, that makes more sense than Gleetard. Uh, Grant Amara, uh, oh, he's a Mythbusters host, uh, died from a brain aneurysm. That's a second brain aneurysm. Maybe I should get my brain checked out. Just your blood. Uh, he was 49. Oh, Erica said she's not a fan of that word. Aneurysm is a sad word, Erica. No. Oh, Erica said she also loved Glee. That's why. Real nice. (laughs) Wilford Brimley, the... <clears throat> the cocoon actor and the face of Quaker Oats died at 85. His image lives on. Uh, he had a kidney ailment. John Saxon, Ender the Dragon actor, died of pneumonia July 25th. He was 83. I have no idea who the fuck. I'm that going was. solely off of the picture of John Saxon. I know it says Enter the Dragon actor, which would be Bruce Lee uh, related. That's, that's Bruce Lee's movie. Um,. I believe John Saxon went on to play Nancy's father in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I Again, I'm only going off of a picture. I haven't verified that. But he looks just like Nancy's dad from Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Kelly, I just did this one. Or I just did the last one. You're on Kelly. I just did John Saxon. I did it. I read it. And then you explained oh, who he was. You're right. You're right. Kelly Preston uh, died after a two-year battle with breast cancer. Um, she is John Travolta's wife. Was she famous independently? I believe so. I think she was an actress. Okay. That's too bad. She was 57. Yeah, it sucks. Gregory Tyree Boyce. Uh, he played in Twilight. Uh, I don't know how old he was. He died on May 13th. He was found dead in his Las Vegas condo. Yeah. Not old, by the way. Not old. Jerry Stiller, uh, obviously Ben Stiller's father. Um, he played on King of Queens. Great role on King of Queens. Awesome role on Seinfeld. He was all over the place. He played in a lot of stuff. Um, sucks, man. He had a good, a good life though. 92. He was hilarious. 92 is okay with me. Yeah. Uh, James Lumpton, longtime Inside Actor Studio host, died in 93 in March after a battle with bladder cancer. Fred Willard, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond star, um, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, the uh, Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy movie. He died at 86. Uh, John Saxon was, in fact, Lieutenant Thompson in Nightmare. Nice. So, yeah, he's Nancy's father. Uh, 
Fred Willard. Uh, she played in Everybody Loves Raymond. Who who was that? The guy I just read. Who was he though in that show? He was also in Anchorman. Man, if I saw the picture, I'd I be able to. I still don't know who it is. I I was I had pictures to help me make this list. Uh, Pop Smoke, the rapper born. <laughs> Bashar Barka Jackson was killed in a mass gunman. Oh, that's too bad. He was twenty. Yeah, twenty years old. At home, gets killed by a gunman uh, during a home invasion. That's too bad. La Parca, Mason. Man, this one hurts. Famous wrestler, real name, Jesus Alfonso Huerta Escoboza. God damn, uh, this guy, that, that's who he is, huh? Yeah. Oh, he was, he man, didn't he was play so a, much more. Yeah, he didn't play a big role in Everybody Loves Raymond. He was, wasn't he? Uh, he was one of, uh, he was her Robert's wife father. Oh, uh, okay. Kelly Preston was Tom Cruise's fiance and Jerry Maguire. Oh, okay. What? She's dead. She was so fucking hot. Um, La Parca was a, a Lucha Libre wrestler. He wore like a black suit with a skeleton all over it. Uh, in any company other than WCW, he carried a chair to the ring. He was way ahead of his time. Very uh, high-flying, very high-impact moves. And he was a little bit bigger than he should have been to be doing that, so he was you know, additionally talented for doing it at his size. <coughs> I heard something like hit the floor when you did that, and I thought you coughed and puked at the same time. Uh, Rocky Johnson, that's uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson's father. Uh, he was a wrestler. He died at 75 years old. Kirk Douglas. Uh, he was 103. His son is Michael Douglas. He's... A hundred, so. Yeah, we're okay with the loss of Kirk Douglas. No, I was talking about Michael Douglas. This is a hundred. Oh, yeah. My favorite wrestler to play as in WCW versus NWO. Yeah, LaParca was good shit in video games, man. He was, again, so far ahead of his time that his moveset was really, really fun in video games. Man, he was... <sighs> Kirk Douglas, old as shit. Uh, Kenny Rogers died at, uh, of natural causes. Uh, he was 81. Responsible easily for some of the best country songs ever written. I thought he was older than that. Uh, Roy Horn, uh, he was an illusionist, half of Siegfried and Roy. Um, what sucks, man, I love magic and Siegfried and Roy. I don't think they were just magicians. They were, I mean, they were probably more considered showmen than magicians, right? Is he the one that got his arm bit off? By the tiger? Uh, I don't know which one got attacked by the tiger. That's not, he didn't get killed by a tiger, though, did he? No. No. Yeah, he died <laughs> from, from something COVID. unrelated. COVID. Oh, okay. <coughs> It'd be funny, though, if you got killed by a tiger. Randomly. At Certainly 75. ironic, at least. <laughs> Randomly at 75 years old, you died by a tiger. All right. Uh, so that's uh, the meat and potatoes. Of course, like we mentioned earlier, there's more people. Uh, sorry for their losses, all their families. Um, again, I still think the saddest one on that list is Kobe. That's. Uh, it was really tragic. I couldn't fucking believe it when I got that news alert. That I like the idea that um, if a 13-year-old has to die, right, a 13-year-old with a very bright future, I like the idea that she was in the same vicinity as one of her parents to, uh, who knows what conversation was had, but I would guess <laughs> that he said something along the lines of, like, it's going to be fine. Like, we're going to crash. 
we're going to be fine. You know, to offer well, some kind of calming influence on if it. If they even know. I mean, who knows? They could have just went kapot and they had no idea. It could have happened. Let's, let's imagine that's the case. All right. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm better with it that way. That's like happen. the old, uh, what's the last thing to go through a, a fly's brain? Oh, fuck me. I ruined it. Uh, what else is there? Stupid joke. All right, pal. Let's do some movie reviews. Yeah, let's do it. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. All right, Pat. So uh, you watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and you started watching Letter Kenny, huh? I did. Um, I'll start with Letterkenny because there's so much to get through, and I'm only on the first couple episodes. Um, God, this show's fucking great. I like what I need out of a show. Any show, don't care if it's comedy, don't care if it's action, don't care if it's drama. I just don't care. What I need is to love every single character. Right? Think of the best shows you watch. Who was your favorite character on Friends? Very difficult decision to make. You know what I mean? Because you love them all. You're going to say Joey, of course. That's everybody's favorite friend. No, it's not. What's your favorite friend? I have... I, dude, I don't have a good answer for it's you. Is it Joey or Chandler? That's... I don't know, man, because Phoebe's so fucking funny. See, Erica said Chandler. I said it's either Joey or Chandler. I, I think Phoebe's super underrated on that show. I don't think she's underrated at all. I think um, she's funny. She's I also definitely... think Ross doesn't get any credit for how fucking funny he was. Well, which is Chris funny because Ross was the highest paid one for most of the show. Mrs. Janandler Bong. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't have a good answer for you. I love every character on Friends. Um, if I had to pick a least favorite... It'd probably, it'd probably be Rachel. Yeah. Um, and even that, love her to death. You know, you, you get this story from episode one. Here's this woman. Oh, I know who my least favorite character on Friends was. Who's that? Michael Rappaport. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, Letter Kenny, I, I couldn't tell you anybody's name. I couldn't. I would slaughter if I tried to explain what was going on. But basically, this is a. Canadian show where it's a small town, 5,000 people, and uh, it is exactly what I would want from a Canadian show, plus it has dialogue that is killer, killer fucking dialogue. They have so many ways of, uh, they'll, they do this back and forth thing, right? Where like, I, I say something that means penis, like uh, purple-headed yogurt slinger. And you're like, really? Right on his tallywhacker. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, right there on his, you know, dude piston. And they just kind of go back and forth and they just exhaust all of these different euphemisms. But it's not always with penises, it's with, you know, any other thing. Um, it's cool. It's dialogue, very good. Uh, Letter County lives up to all the recommendations. I'm going to absolutely keep watching all of it. Okay. How was uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Um, Jay and Silent Bob had everything that you would expect it to have as far as celebrities. Uh, Kevin Smith, um, man, it did this really weird thing where... Jay and Silent Bob are going to find Kevin Smith, which 
start there, Silent Bob is Kevin Smith. So this could get weird because Kevin Smith's heavy dialogue. That all those movies are based on what's being said. Um, but Silent Bob is doesn't talk. Silent Bob always talks. He just talks at, yeah, he, at one crucial point during which yeah. his fucking in the reboot. It's hilarious because he's talking at a clan rally. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, it did not live up to what I would have expected. It was not as funny as I would have expected. The celebrity guests were on point. Um, Matt Damon's fucking cameo in it. Amazing. Ben Affleck's was really good. Uh, they got Muse's daughter in there. Jay. Jason Muse. His daughter is in the movie. Uh, Kevin Smith's daughter is one of the main characters in the movie. So this was really, in effect, this huge thing of this is them going out. They're done. And this was them going, let's get everything we can onto one thing so that we can all wrap and be done and people can stop saying, when, when are you going to do another thing? When you, you know, when's the next? It's over. There is no next. Kevin Smith will continue making legitimate movies. This is a guy who, he did Red State, he did Copland with fucking uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, oh, I can't, there's several other huge movies that Kevin Smith has directed or been uh, on the writing team of or produced in some way. Um, but nobody cares about those. They want to see Blood Man and Chronic. Um, so it was good for what it was, man. It wasn't as funny as I would have liked, but it was as it was even more nostalgic than I would have thought. Um, they bring in Joey Lauren Adams, and uh, she has a daughter with Ben Affleck, uh, which, if you've ever seen Chasing Amy, she's a lesbian. What's the IMDb rating? But five point seven makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely it earned it. If you're not a diehard uh, Jersey Shore uh, movie watcher, Jersey Shore being like View Askew is the name of the company, um, you're not going to like this at all. If you went and watched this tomorrow, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? It's just friends being in a movie together. What's the first Jane Silent Bob IMDb? Curious. Clerks? No, like the Jane Silent Bob. Oh, the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah. Let's see. Just curious. MD. While you're looking at it up, I'll, uh, you're done with your review, yeah. I assume. Uh, so I watched The Goonies, Pat. Now, I've said this before on the show, I've seen bits and pieces of The Goonies, like, here and there. I've never sat down and watched the whole movie. So luckily, last night, while me and my wife were at the casino. 6.8. Uh, 6.8. I think that's extremely high for that movie. Um, it's also been years since I've seen it, so. We also have to see all of his movies to really get all of the... Well, like, I I tried to watch Clerks. Not a fan of it. What? Um, I've seen Dogma. That's a great movie. Mallrats? Uh, Chasing Amy? Seen Chasing Amy. Never seen Mallrats. Um, yeah, those, they're hit or miss for me. I, I'm James not... Allen Strikes Back and this reboot, it's nothing but one inside joke after another, which, again, I love. You would not. You're not inside. Well, no, but again, right? Like, when I was a kid... Those movies were cool, which will get me to the Goonies. But now they're just like, nah. Like, love them. Like, the only one I would probably go back and watch is probably Dogma. And I'm, I you, haven't watched you it. You should give Chasing Amy a shot. Chasing Amy is a, a great movie. Well, maybe I'll watch that one too. But the, one of the reasons why I haven't watched like Dogma is because I don't want to find out that it doesn't hold up. That well, it wasn't the, as great as I thought it was. When it's I was not going to be as funny. As, it's not going to be as good as you thought it was going to be. It's going to be just as funny. It's not going to be as good as you thought it was. Well, see, that's what I'm. Well, I, as long as it's funny, like 
you know the movie's not great. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. It's about angels. To to the yeah. point, there is a giant poop monster in the movie. If, as long as you go into it realizing that, you're fine. Yeah. So, um, so the Goonies, right? I've seen bits and pieces of it through my whole life. Never sat down and watched the whole movie. Luckily, last night, me and my wife stayed, stayed at the casino, and it was on TV last night, so I got to watch it at the casino. Um, gotta tell you, if I'm 12 years old and I watch that movie, great fucking movie. My son would probably love that movie. Me watching it at 31 years old, it fucking sucks. So I had this discussion with Erica on my way home and asked her, and she said, well, it, it brings back nostalgia, or whatever the fuck words that she used. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, of course, because you saw it when you were a child, and it makes you reminisce about those good years of your life. Watching that as an adult, not a good movie. It does not hold up. Right. It's not, like, it's, eh. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, unpopular opinion. I never liked the Goonies. thought it was stupid from day one. <laughs> <laughs> never got into it. Never saw the hype. Um, but that's very common of a lot of mainstream bullshit, like uh, Christmas Story. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. But people talk about that movie like it's the best movie ever made. It's well, not. It's remember. a good Christmas movie. It's not even a good movie. Yeah, but think about the people saying that, right? They're your fucking dads and shit who, um, when that movie came out, it was hilarious. Right now, it's it's been first off they played the fuck out of it because it plays all day on Christmas for the last twenty five fucking years. Right, um, it's okay, you know, but it's not worth uh, like I want to. I don't ever sit down and watch the whole movie. I might throw it on on Christmas just to have it on in the background because, right. yeah, that's what you do on Christmas. Um, yeah, there are there are good parts in the movie. Yeah, like when he shoots his eye out. That shit's funny. Or it's when hilarious. the dogs come to eat the turkey. Or when he beats the shit out of the kid and he's using profanity, and then his mom catches him. That shit's funny. Put soap in his mouth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't crazy about the Goonies. Um, like I said, if my son watched it, like Erica said, I don't think Colin would like it if he watched it. I think he would. It's a kid's movie. It's it's a teenager-esque movie where you and your buddies are going to go find this treasure, and you're trying to save your buddy. Yeah, like, yeah, that's great. And you're yeah. trying to save the Goonies, you know, your boys. Yeah. So, I get it. Um, but I think it's kind of, it was kind of dumb at the same time. Like, like they didn't have to add in the mom with the two sons. Well, I guess you did or else you don't get sloth out of it. Um, I don't know. It was okay. I guess I, I would never watch it again though. Like would you give it? I'd give it like a 5.5 maybe. What was it? I didn't look. Oh. Remember it was on TV, so I didn't look it up. You can look it up quick. So Pat just looked up, and The Goonies is a 7.8. Yeah, but who's famous out of that movie? You said it has some famous people. Like, the most famous one is Mikey. Uh, you've got Sean Austin. That's Mikey. Okay. Who went on to play Rudy and uh, the brother in Fifty First Dates, and he's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Josh Brolin was Brand. No. Uh, Jeff Cohen. I assume that is of the Cohen brothers fame. Corey Feldman, uh, Carrie Green. Oh, no shit. The mom from, uh, her name's Martha Blimpton. Uh, she's super famous now. She's on, uh, man, I can't think. The, the show where he lives with his parents and he works at a convenience or a grocery store. Hope, Raising Hope. Jeff Cohen is chunk. I think he's a lawyer now. That's what Erica said. Nice. 
Uh, so Pat and I off air were talking about. I'd like to point out that this guy becomes pretty damn handsome as he grows up. Chunk. Chunky? Yeah. Well, obviously. Look at me. That was my nickname. Makes sense. I don't think that's I'm two pretty fucking days. good looking. Look at me. Look at me. Nice. Yeah. It looks just whoa, like. Whoa, whoa. She's got talking... a number niner getting a little getting a little warmed up. She loved Mikey. Nah, that's nice. Go fuck yourself. Um so Pat and I were talking off air about maybe watching the uh lowest finding out what the lowest rated IMDB movie is and reviewing it. So it is Mason went and looked it up. It's disaster movie from two thousand eight and has a whopping two point so I think that, that actually sounds like uh, something I'd be okay with, because there's going to be uh, a bunch of pointless celebrities in it. I've never even heard of this movie. It's gonna, it's a disaster movie, just like they have date movie and they have fucking not another teen movie. It's a movie spoofing other disaster movies. Now I'm totally guessing, but I bet you I'm right. Well, we'll look it up and put it on the list of things to re- to review. Uh, anything else you want to add to this segment, Pat? No, I'm super excited to get to the last segment of the show. All right. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. And little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. All right, Pat, before we get into the last segment of the show, I want to remind everybody listening, go check out our website, number9podcast.com. At the bottom of the page, you're going to eat, uh, sign up for the email. I think we're up to like 22 or 23 um, emails now on the list. Um, go to the bottom of the page, subscribe to the email. It will send you a link. You have to activate the link in order for it to work. Uh, but that way you can get all of our, our weekly newsletters that usually come out on Monday. Um, it'll have the weekly question in it. You should and really invite your friends to join in this email game. Yeah, let's get, like I said, uh, we're going to start giving out merch for the number one best answer. So if you're the only one that, that answers, no matter how bad your answer is, you get free merch. And if it's the same person every week, we're going to keep up in the ante. It's probably going to start out a little small. Um, and as we move forward, it's going to turn into t-shirts, hoodies, hats, whatever, whatever we got. Um, maybe you'll get a number nine car. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe one day we're giving out cars. You know what? Speaking of about giving out cars, Nick Merckx, my boy, the streamer. Yeah. On Christmas Day. Yeah. It might have been Christmas Eve. Had a giveaway. $255,000. Really? Yeah. He raffled off fucking PS5s. At one point, I was watching him. He said he was... I, I don't know what he raffled off exactly because I didn't watch it. I was yeah. at work. Um. But he was talking about raffling off fucking cars and shit. Like, this guy, I mean, and he's made Well, think it, about right? it, 255 grand. You could raffle off five base model cars and have 155 grand left. Yeah. So. He, um, well, and he had a bunch of sponsors and shit for it, too. But he's made it, right? Like, this guy's yeah. making millions. Um, so good for him, man, and good for, you know, and I love to see, like, he realizes that his viewership and, and all that is... I mean, there's pe- people that have been watching him since day one. Right. Just like our number niners. Watching him since right. day one. That's right. Um, so, good Good for Maybe one day we get there. Yeah. I, uh, I gotta be honest. I would love to do that. I would give so much shit away if we could. Oh, it'd be awesome. At this point, I can give you my love and affection. That's it, guys. And maybe a t-shirt. Maybe a t-shirt. Possibly. I could if, fucking puke and shit at the same time for you. If, you know, I, go, if I stop going, going to the casino, maybe we can give you a t-shirt. If Emily and I had been together... A little longer, or if I had thought about it because I wasn't about to puke, I probably would have had to record me doing that. 
That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been, been good. Fucking awesome. I just thought of it. Anyway, so uh yeah, go check out the website, get on the mailing list. Uh you can also donate to the podcast on the website number nine podcast.com. Go to the bottom of any page and there's a little donate button there. You can donate to the show. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all the same, number nine with Tommy Podcast. Or if you're Twitter people like us, get on the Twitter at number nine pod. Instagram, we're at ninety two people. Once we hit a hundred, there's no more snow left because of the rain. True story. Thank God. Um, There's nothing better than pulling into your house at the end of December in New England and having a fucking driveway with nothing on it. I heard we potentially might get hit with another storm this week, but I don't know if that's true. Let's hope it's not. Um, I did find myself a snowblower. I'm done shoveling. I, it, I'm only too took, old. it only took one snowstorm to realize that. Well, I always did the house in Farmington, um, but that was really more of a collaborative effort. And I will say there was I'm, more than one person there to help. Yeah. Yeah, Emily was very helpful in doing this driveway. It's just, man... Your driveway's fuck... fucking small, dude. <laughs> it is. It is small. What happened, and I think this is this is a strategy flaw on my end. I started at the top of the driveway, right? And I flew through it. It was like 20 minutes. I got the whole thing done. And then you got down to the bottom where there's three got, feet of snow. I got to the bottom where there's three feet of snow, and it's all wet snow from the plow, so it's got the salt melted some, and it's heavy as fuck. Dude, I should have started at the bottom. You know, get that get that monster mountain done first when you have the energy. When I was done, I was all the way done. I was just, I was over life. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, so anyway, yeah, make sure you're following along. Uh, once we hit that 100 mark, we were going to do the Carolina Reapers. Um, but if there's no snow around, maybe we change it up. Yeah, we'll, we we'll will s- have something. Yeah, we'll do something awesome. Who knows, maybe I tattoo something on myself somewhere stupid. Yeah, Ugh. Dude. Why'd you look at me like that? Because I just saw the tattoo you should get. Is it number nine or tattoo? Yes. Or, I'm sorry. I should get? Why wouldn't we get matching tattoos? We are going to get matching ones. Oh, this okay. the fucking thing is done. I can't wait. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> We're going to get tattoos. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, all right. So we, we had a couple of news stories we're going to go over. Macy, you want to go get tattooed with us? Let's do it. It's been so long since I've gotten a thing. It's been Dip Disney Whistle. If you're listening to this, break out your tattoo gun. I know where we're getting them done. I'm not having him do them. What do you mean? Two million subscribers pay. Pat gets the Mike Tyson tattoo on my face. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never. If we hit two million subscribers, you have to get that tattoo. Never in a million years. You think we're going to hit two million subscribers? I I can guarantee you this. We are more likely to get 2 million subscribers than I am to get Mike Tyson's tattoo done on my face. That'd be awesome, dude. That'd be fucking awesome. I would sooner shave my head bald, get the Tyson tattoo all over my head, and then just be allowed to grow my hair back. That's not as fun. I know. All right. Let's hear your news story. Pat says I've heard this story before. I have no idea what it is. You've definitely heard this story before. Amber Heard... And Johnny Depp have this huge thing going. He came out and said he was the victim of domestic violence. He was uh, very vocal. This is a huge deal because when have you ever seen a male celebrity come out and make a claim like this? The guy is saying, she hits me, she, she tortures me, basically. And her response to this was, uh, Stop being a bitch. I'm the victim of domestic violence. So what happens? He gets ripped off of all the projects he's working on. No movie studio wants to work with Johnny Depp, despite the fact that he came out with these claims first. And Amber Heard is still uh, on slate to be an Avengers. Okay? 
So this just came out. The story is, so they've been to court now. Finally, the world sees what Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp. It includes kicking, punching, slicing his finger off, shitting on his bed, adultery, blackmail, lying about being abused, defamation, mocking the victims, the male victims of domestic violence. He has, are you ready? 87 surveillance videos with 17 witnesses to prove his innocence and that uh, what she said in court did not happen. Meanwhile, his name was dragged through the mud. He lost his roles, and he was not only harassed, his children have been removed from everything they were a part of, all of their schools and everything. They've been ripped out of school because it was so fucking bad because their dad was the guy who claimed to be a male victim of domestic violence. So this guy's entire life has been turned upside down because he wanted the same thing everybody else wants, right? He just wanted to be treated fairly. If I'm not allowed to do this, then you're not allowed to do this either. That was his claim. And in turn, for this request, he has been completely robbed of everything that he had, including his children's happiness. But she's still starring in fucking movies because he told the truth and she lied and people automatically believed her. Yeah, I'm with you, Pat. I, like, it's unfucking real to me. It's not unreal to me. 87 surveillance videos. It's not unreal to this me. This bitch cut his finger off. <laughs> she cut his finger off. Listen, you say it's unreal to you. It's not unreal to me because that's the world that we live in. If you're a male, right? I would normally say white male. But if you're a male, yeah. when it comes to this Me Too movement, mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-mm. You are wrong. Yeah. And you could have your girlfriend, wife random girl that she slept with, shove a fucking broomstick up your asshole and you not like it, and you say no, it doesn't fucking matter. You would probably get in trouble for getting blood and shit on her broomstick. True story. You you defiled her broomstick. So I'm not a, like, I'm not outraged by this. Like, this is the world that we live in, which is going to lead us into the next two articles. Mason said she must be an animal in bed. (laughs) For real. Um... (laughs) Yeah, man, I, I got to tell you, this goes hand in hand. Depp stayed for, for that long. Yeah. Uh, uh, battered husband syndrome. Yeah, this is Stockholm syndrome to the core, bro. It's just on the other foot, but um, because, like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's the same thing, just on, now listen. This is, this me is. Me as a man, think maybe he's a little soft, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you're allowed to be soft. Or is it the opposite? Is he ten times stronger than the guy next to him? Because the guy next to him either A, reacts by beating the shit out of this yeah, woman. Yeah, I would have fucking snapped. Or B, just leaves. And this guy's like, nope. Well, nope this, is, this is the woman I chose. Um, uh, he said it's either Stockholm Syndrome or a magic cat. Uh, the cat probably wasn't too, too bad. Uh, no, this could be a guy who just went, no, like, she has problems, she needs my help, I'll be here, she'll change. We've heard that story, told from the other side. Oh, I've heard that story a million times from yeah. another guy. And see? Um, you're fucking, you're both sick people. So, um, I don't think that, uh, I think that this is, or she threatened to ruin his life and successfully did. Yeah, she, I mean, she, it says in there that she blackmailed yep. him. Um, this is an extenuation of the Scott Peterson trial. It's the same. It's it doesn't fucking matter what happens. It's the public perception of what happens that dictates the crime. Yeah, 
Yeah. Nobody cares if you're innocent or guilty. There's Nobody a lot, gives a fuck. Well, so uh, there's a lot of that going on, right? We talked about that with something else. What was it? Um, Half the conversations we have. Yeah, it, it, it's all the time that people are always worried about what everybody else is going to think of them or how this is going to be interpreted instead of just doing the right fucking thing. So you want to do say your... I hope Amber Heard um, does not die on the set of The Avengers. I hope she is permanently injured in a way that leaves her brain fully cognizant and her body completely useless. So what it's a uh, Christopher Reeves type deal? I, that, that would be too good of a fate for her. I hope it's also painful. Okay. Uh, you want to get into your article, Pat, about yeah. the college? So, Brown University. The, the article goes something like this. The university claims the words picnic... Oh, I'm sorry, Michigan University. Uh, picnic and brown bag are offensive. So there's actually a bigger list than that. Um, so let's start with this is a school. Out-of-state tuition costs more than $66,000 a year. So if yeah, Tom's looking at pictures of Amber Heard right now. Yeah, huh? You know um, she was married to Elon Musk? I did not know that. That makes sense, though. She married uh, Elon Musk after she divorced Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon? Or Johnny Depp. She dated a baseball player, too? You get it, bro. John Depp. Um, so it's $66,000 a year to go to Brown University. That means it's more than a quarter million dollars to get a four-year degree, okay? And they've come up with this list of words that are uh, no longer okay. So the letter to the, the, the faculty and to the students is to effectively communicate with customers. Uh, this is from the IT company. Uh, it is important for ITS to evaluate the terms and language conventions that may hinder effective communication, harm morale, and deliberately or inadvertently exclude people from feeling accepted to foment a healthy, inclusive culture. The WMTF, I can't remember what that was. I read it before. It's basically, it's a task force. The, the what something, the fuck, motherfucker? No, it's Michigan something, the, the University of Michigan Task Force. What um, the motherfucker? That's what it is. Uh, offers alternative words to use. For example, it's urging people to say gathering instead of picnic and lunch and learn instead of brown bag. So... This started. This is this is legit. This this is legit. This is you know who's the head of this ITS committee? The woman who complained about those fucking Christmas lights. Yeah. So the word picnic appears to be banned because of false suggestions on the internet that it originates from the racist ed- extrajudicial killings of African Americans. The word picnic actually comes from the 17th century French word picnic which is a term used to describe a social gathering in which attendees each contributed with a portion of food. Um, that is, So it gets cleared up. They move forward. Even though we have a clear explanation of where the term picnic comes from, they go, nope, we've, again, the public perception now has become that this is a racist term, so we're going to get rid of the word picnic. Um, now, mind you, I've never heard the word picnic be used as a racist term. Uh, several people, including this one actually is from uh, Reuters, uh, they also said, fact check, the word picnic does not originate from racist lynchings. Um, so this, it's not like this is new news that this wasn't a racist thing. They yeah. continued to say that this was racist after several people proved that it was not. Other banned words include dummy, which should be replaced by sample. So, nope, not me calling you a dummy. That's not what they're banning. 
What they're banning is a dummy copy. Hey, that's the dummy copy. That's a crash test dummy. You have to use the word sample. That's a crash test sample. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Crippled should be replaced with weakened. That's more fucking... So, That's more offensive than saying cripple. Thank you. Because when we said handicapped, the handicapped community said, no, no, no. Handicapable, which I'm fine with. But then when we said crippled, they said, no, 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 no. We're just weakened. Well, crippled to me doesn't sound weakened. No. Crippled sounds like an actual medical term more than anything else. Yeah. Weakened Sounds, I mean, weak can be flexed to fit any, you know, you have, how do I know? That's not just weak will. You know, you were injured so bad, and some people could recover from that, but you're weakened by it. Yeah. That sounds more offensive than anything else. Um, instead of saying crazy, the staff are encouraged to say unthinkable, which, for the most part, I actually agree with this one. You know, like, that bitch crazy. But, okay, so I don't think we should use the word crazy like that. Because it is taking mental illness and just kind of lumping it all into one. They're all crazy. But unthinkable doesn't sound that much better. Like, this bitch is unthinkable. Like, that's not much better than crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Pat. I mean, this is just the, uh, the tip of the iceberg with our soft community. Um, there are a couple that I think we can all agree with off the reservation. You know, when somebody's, um, well fucking nuts yeah now they're going to change that to outside the norms or rogue okay that i mean that goes hand in hand with the football team and now the indians did you see that the baseball team the indians are done yeah, with the indians what the fuck? um they, like i consider these the indians the redskins all a tribute to the native american culture that we have well i will say this the the um are we not allowed to call them indians the Catholic Church, which has some political swing, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. They're not like, no, 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 you blasphemous fucks with your Drew Brees and your saints. They're not offended by the use of the term saint. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I guess, to your point, naming something after a group of people is being done in homage. It is not being done in an insulting fashion. Absolutely. Um, I mean, to the same point, I don't know of, like, they did have a picture of an Indian on their helmet. But isn't the Saints mascot a fucking saint? Yes. Yeah, so. So I how mean, is that offensive? That's the You're same paying thing. tribute to these, to these groups of people that made America what it is. Yeah. The Washington, and yes, can Redskin be turned as an offense? If you want, you can make anything offensive. That's we the problem. Is it okay to be the Washington Caucasians? If they wanted to be, but they wouldn't be called the Washington Caucasians because white people are bad. Don't you know that, Mason? You're white. Yeah, but um, Mason said I'd be okay with the Washington Caucasians. Um, maybe we should not make it about color at all. Could we call them the Washington Native Americans? And would that be okay? Because I think the answer is no. No. I'd be better with them calling them the Washington Indians instead of Redskins, because that's what they're representing are Indians. Well, that's what, yeah, Native Americans, same thing. Yep. Either um, way, I, I think my, Indian my point sounds is, better than Native American. 
Yeah, it rolls off the tongue easier, certainly. Um, I would be fine with Native Americans, you know, the Washington Native Americans. I don't think that that's socially acceptable. So I, I still think that people would be like, absolutely not. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't know at this point. We're not supposed to pay tribute to, you know, they all say this was their land oh we my stole God. it from. You, so we're paying tribute. You know what the new Washington name should be? I'm 100% dead serious. I'm not being funny at all. Because this would be an app. This is a the tip Washington of the vaginas? hat. No, it's a tip of the hat to the fact that the uh, red-skinned people were here first. It's a tip of the hat to a word that we only use with positivity. I've never heard this used in a negative in a negative fashion, unless you were using the word to enhance how negative something was. Then you could use this to show it of like the best of the bad. And that word, they should be called the Washington Originals. You cannot fuck with that name. The Washington Originals. We were here first. I like it. That's a great fucking team name for them. And nobody can dispute if that's racist. That is a positive term. But, see, the other problem is, Pat, is that they won't, they can't use the same logo as Indians. That's fine. But then, what are you representing? Because the whole time they've been representing the Native American culture or the Indian culture. I would culture. use a tomahawk. Huh? I would use a tomahawk. An axe? Similar. Yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Like yeah. an axe as their logo. Yeah. The Chiefs do it. They use an arrowhead. Eh, maybe. Um, hold on. I'm, we're wait, not, we're how not far even... are we away from the Chiefs not being able to call call themselves the Chiefs? Oh, the, the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs in 2022. The Chiefs aren't the Chiefs in 2022. You don't think so? And this is the first place team in the league. They're getting their team name ripped. No way. No way. Like, I, I just, I can't stand it, Pat. I don't like talking about this shit. Anyway, keep going. Off the reservation. Gone. Replaced with outside the norms are rogue. Um, the, uh, the person doing the article says they went after low-hanging fruit, which the Oxford Dictionary defines as a thing or person that can be won, obtained, or persuaded with little effort. Um, so they went after terms that were uh, blatantly explainably racist or that they felt picnic were, yeah that they felt were their easy ones um however there are other terms in here that they get a little bit more ridiculous you think this is bad so far um grandfathered like i'm grandfathered in uh they said that that phrase is reminiscent of a grandfather clause which privileged white people's right to vote over that of black people during Jim Crow laws. So, they at one point took a, a common term, grandfathered in, right? I can't they it. used it in a law. They didn't create this fucking term for the law, right? So they took something that existed, used it in a place that it fit, and decades later, we're going, well... We used that term here, even though it wasn't originally designed to be there, originally like the Washington team, designed to be there. So now, because it's been used in conjunction with something that we are not comfortable with, we can no longer use the term grandfathered in. But wait, D.H. Moore. The Masters Golf Tournament? Uh, There's no way they're going to change the fucking name of the Masters. I quote, We've lived with the master's name long enough. Augusta National was built on grounds that were once a slave plantation and was the property of a slave owner. And according to a 19, uh, 2019 New Yorker piece about the course, 
It's believed that enslaved blacks were housed on the property. Well, that's all plantations work, Pat. There's more. L'Oreal, the... Makeup designer? Yep. Their line of cosmetics will, will officially be removing for 2021. Starting 2021. They will not use words like whitening. So, maybe brightening for your teeth. <laughs> Mason said there's no more master, master cylinders on cars. <laughs> um, no more whitening, no more fair, and no more lightning. Now, I don't know what, I guess brightening is what I can think of. Um, no more white, no more whitening, no more fair, no more fairness, no more light, no more lightning from any of its skin evening products. That's huh. a true story. So I found this, I found this quote, it's a Howard Zinn quote. Um, I think it is appropriate. I think it speaks volumes to 2020 as a whole. This is the quote that I'm closing 2020 out with. Historically, the most terrible things from war, genocide, and slavery have resulted not from disobedience, but from obedience. That's a goddamn fact, man. That's where we're headed. You will obey. That's you it. You will obey. This. What about a master's degree? That's a good point, Erica. What about Erica, stop being racist, please. We're doing a show. Jeez. <laughs> we're live, Erica. Master's degree. All right, so that brings me... This will be our last article. We'll do it Kiss quick. my co-host with that mouth. So, uh, it was either Thursday. I think it was Thursday. I was coming home from work. And uh, they were talking about Joe Biden's pick for the Department of Labor. Who he's going to pick. And it, the top nominee for him is Marty Walsh. He's the mayor of Boston. Yeah. And so they're... Hate but, to hear him talk ever, you know, with the whole eyes. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. Uh, but Joe Biden is... No, I went and looked multiple... So, so I listen to the news almost every day um, just to see what's going on. Like, again, I don't take things... I take things with a grain of salt, and then I go and I research them. Tom, if you could not say grain of salt anymore, that reminds me of the oceans that we used to sail across to America when we stole the land from the originals. <laughs> and now the African-Americans got here, was through the ocean. Tom, if you could not refer to them as African-Americans anymore, that'd be great. Thank you. I, I would love to only refer to them as Americans, unless they were born in Africa. Tom, if you could not use the word love anymore, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so anyway, Joe Biden, uh, this is his top nominee, but in his words, and I've looked at multiple sites like this one here, uh, is from Politico. Again, not sure how trustworthy this site is, but it's not from the news station that I always watch or mm -hmm. listen to. Um, pressure for diversity weighs on Biden's labor secretary decision. So he's... Potentially not going to choose this guy who he thinks is the most qualified for the job. Now, I know nothing about this guy. Nothing about him at all. Other than the fact that he's white. And that's why. He and that he's the most qualified for the position. You know yes. that. Yes. Because that's who he's. Right. Um, thinking of choosing <laughs> because of his qualification, at least in Joe Biden's mind. Um, but he may not choose him because he's white, and that may not show enough diversity in his cabinet, even though he's picked all other races. And I'm sure there's white people in his cabinet and all this stuff, but they're saying there's not enough that ethnicity 
in his cabinet already. So he might have to choose somebody that is of a different ethnicity um, who may not be as qualified as Mr. or Mayor Marty Walsh. The fact that this is even a fucking discussion is the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's not like I'm not sitting here saying that um, this is racism against white people. This is racist as a whole. Because yeah, it's, uh, he's he's literally using race to guide his decision. Yes. so That is it, the definition of racism. In the 60s, if somebody was black and that was the most qualified person for the job, and this came out, it would still be racist. It's just, Correct. that's the racism that we're used to. Yeah. This is still racist. And it drives me absolutely insane. If this is the most qualified person for the job, then fucking hire him. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's white, black, purple, orange, fucking yellow. It doesn't matter. So, there was... Did you ever watch The West Wing? No. A fucking unbelievable show. Very funny. Uh, Largely based on dialogue. Um, Hold on. Tim McCaffrey says, Tom will you not use our president-elect in a manner other than positive? (laughs) I have no problem. Listen... As far as I'm concerned, he's our president-elect. Not only that, this isn't a Biden thing. It literally says, pressure for diversity weighs on Biden's Secretary secretary's decision, which means had he not had this pressure weighing on him, his decision would be made. This yes. is not a Biden problem. This yes. is an America problem. Absolutely. Um, watch us support Biden in this. I mean, clearly. Um, on the West Wing, the uh, president, who's played by Martin Sheen, uh, meets this just just awesome fucking kid. He's brilliant, and he belongs in the White House. Problem is, there's not a job for him in the White House. But president needs an assistant, somebody to you know carry a notebook, jot down things, get him to where he needs to be, take you know uh, whatever notes need to be taken, and just keep him focused. Kid's black, so the president goes to a couple people, and he asks the same question. He says, "How would it look for me to have?" a black kid following me around. And every one of them says the same thing. Are you going to pay him a living wage? He says, yes. And they say, then I don't see what the problem is. So here's the thing. That show was, that's 20 years that we're going back. 20 years ago. Maybe a couple more. Pat, can you no longer say White House because it's the presidential manner? It's a great question, Mason. I apologize for using the terminology White House. Uh, I will use presidential manner moving forward. I guarantee that's where it's going. Uh, I'm sure. All right. So, anyways, um, this this show. I mean, I started by saying this show was awesome, but we're talking decades later. Steve and I had a conversation conversation about this race recently, and we said the the West Wing doesn't really hold up because it was it was timely. Yeah, you know, it's not timeless. Um, this portion of that show may very well turn out to be fucking timeless because we're having the same conversation now. Biden is saying, can I hire the best person for the job? This president's saying, this kid has to be in the White House. He's the best person to do this job. We don't have somebody already picked. He belongs here. We don't have something else for him. Let's get him here. But how's it going to look because he's black? Biden's saying, this guy fits this spot. We have this role that needs to be filled. But how's it going to look because he's white? Yeah. It's amazing that we're still having this conversation. It's crazy to me, dude. It, the problem is, is that, and again, how much of this is media? 
it, it could very well be the whole thing is media based. You know what I mean? The, Tim said, "What about the Oval Office? Triangles matter too." <laughs> um, it, it, I don't know, man. It's just it sickens me to think that this is the world we're living in. Um, but this is a. I mean, I realize where we're at time wise, but this is affirmative action. This is, um, forty years later. Which at at the heart of you know the 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 most passionate I've ever felt you know we're talking my very late teens early twenties about these uh, things these social inequalities um, I have never once been in favor of affirmative action the way it's laid out I don't like affirmative action I don't like the way it's presented I don't like that um, no because you would put in some cases a less qualified person in the position. Based off a of race. Oh no, no, I understand. I understand why that would happen. I do. I get it because what they're what they're they're it's they're they're grading on a curve, right? So I had better textbooks. I had better teachers. I had a better home environment. I had all these better things, and I outpaced this person by ten percent. So now in this office, we would have the same playing field. This guy's going to outproduce me by twenty five percent. Okay, give him the job. I get that portion of it. The problem is that's not how it's laid out. It's laid out as you need five of this, six of that, four of these, and you have to mix something else in too. Yes. So it's it's that side of it that I can't agree with. And that's what this is looking like. It's not saying, hey, I don't want to pick him because he's white. Or it, it is saying, I don't want to pick him because he's white. It's not saying, I don't want to pick him because there's somebody who appears to be less qualified currently, but I'm confident would do a better job given the environment that they're going to be placed in. That's not what it's saying. It's saying, given that environment, this guy's the best guy for the job. Then give him the fucking job. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm all done, Pat. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching. I want to remind you of Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, number nine with Tommy Podcast. Go like, subscribe. YouTube pages, we need uh, subscribers. Uh, Twitter, we need more followers on Twitter, at number nine pod. Uh, website, number nine podcast.com go to the bottom of the page you can subscribe to the email list it will send you a link that you have to confirm to get the emails um and you can uh donate on the website as well on the bottom of any page pat anything you want to add i say good day <laughs>